Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England. Oh my goodness, what a shot. And the runs are blowing. On TalkSport 2. You're listening to exclusive commentary of England's three-test match tour of the Caribbean. We're in Antigua. We're moments away from the toss in the first test match. It'll be hosted by uh, former T20 specialist spinner, now uh, broadcaster, has been become a very good broadcaster. Samuel Badri is uh, hosting it. The match referee is uh, Richie Richardson. Joe Root is alongside Craig Brathwaite. Let's go to the toss. Coin toss, the captains have joined me. Craig Brathwaite, captain of the West Indies, alongside him, Joe Root, captain of England. And as always, the affable and radiant Sir Richie Richardson, the match referee, who will oversee proceedings. Craig, you've got the coin. Why don't you give it a flick? Tails was the call, and tails it is. Confirmation from Sir Richie Richardson. Joe, if you can go to the microphone, please. Thank you very much, Joe. First of all, what are you going to do and why? First. Um it just looks very dry, so it's obviously a little bit tacky at the top, but looks like it's cracking quite early with this wind and sun. I think it's going to be a challenging first session for us, but uh, you can see it deteriorating throughout the game. A term that has been bandied about a lot, Joe, Operation Red Ball Reset, and in many ways this series presents an opportunity for that reset and reinvigoration of English Red Ball cricket. Against that background, what are your expectations for this series? Um, the most important thing for me is the way we approach things, our attitude. That's the one thing that we can really control. I think it's something that we've done very well in the lead-up to this game. Uh, it's really going to be a test and see how we can do it under pressure in a test match scenario. So, um, you know, I really hope that we embrace that challenge. Um, and the guys go in with real clarity. I think it's been made very clear what everyone's individual roles are um, and, you know, how they can affect this series. So, yeah, I want them to commit to that. and. Now, if we do that, I think we'll give ourselves a good chance. And your combination for this curtain razor? Yeah, um, Sack is, is the unlucky one to miss out of the 12. 
Thank you very much, Joe. Yes. All the very best. Thank you very much. Craig, if you can make your way to the microphone. Craig, I'm sure you'd be aware of the rich legacy and history against England, particularly here in the West Indies. 1968, only once they've won. You guys must be desperate to keep that record intact. Yeah, for sure. But one thing, we're just thinking about the processes. You know, we're not taking too far ahead. You know, I think once we, we stick to our plans and, you know, work hard throughout, you know, things will take care of itself. Quite a number of players have made their debuts for the West Indies in the last 15 months. Now these players are expected to perform consistently now that that honeymoon period, so to speak, is over. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys hungry, you know, to be honest. Guys ready to put in some hard work. We had two first last games, which was good. Um, so the guys looking forward to the opportunity, you know, to be honest. And speaking about first class game, 276 in your first last first class game, you must be confident. Yeah, very, very happy. Uh, was very happy with the time spent at the crease. And, you know, just to, you know, come and lead, you know, West Indies top order. And finally, your combination for this game? Well, the two left out will be Kyle Mears and Anderson Phillips. So we have the spinner along with, you know, four quicks. Thank you very much, Craig. All the very best in this match. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The news from out in the middle, England, they've won the toss and they've decided to bat first. And we are just about ready to go. So Alex Lees and Zach Crawley. How are they feeling this very moment? Excited to be going. Joe Root has won the toss, elected to bat, as we say. Kimar Roach has ball in hand and is just waiting for the umpire to say play so that we can get ourselves going. He's going to start around the wicket to the left-handed Lees. Lees will be on strike. Very first ball. Three slips and a gully in place. Here we go then. Kimar Roach around the wicket. And Lees allows this to go through to uh, Josh De Silva. And nothing is done from the first ball. Delighted to say that it is uh, Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor alongside myself. So Matt, from a batsman's point of view, a nice sight to first up, a little bit of shape on it, but it started wide and nothing too much to trouble Lees. Yeah, I think the only the only other ball Lees would have wanted was just one on his hip. He could have clipped down to the fine leg for one and get off the mark. But the yeah, interesting, he's taking first ball, took first ball as well, so straight into it. As Roach goes in and Lees squeezes this out, back with a point. He's underway, England are underway with a boundary. Lees just opens the face of one that's over-pitched and guides it all along the floor. He's under, underway with four, England four without loss. That's straighter, that's taken on the pad by Roach. He really wants that one, LBW, he's got it! Umpire sticks up the finger, Joel Wilson says yes, and Lees is going to walk down for a conversation with Crawley. They will review it, but I've got to say, that one looks a pretty tight one. And if they're looking to get that overturned, I can't immediately think of what will save Alex Lees. Yeah, as they hit him on the pad, Gareth Batty in the studio with the finger raised. He was pretty convinced. I thought if he hadn't got an inside edge, it does look close. So he's not hit it as far as the umpire's concerned. Pitching outside off, hit back on by a skull, wickets hitting. Can we go back to Joel on field? Joel asks you to stay with your out decision. You're on screen now, signal. Kimar Roach was man of the match three years ago as the West Indies won in Antigua. He's taken the first wicket of this match. He's got one for four. Lees will be the man departing four from nine balls faced England. 12 for one. Seals is in. Oh, that's an inside edge. It is brilliantly taken by Josh De Silva. One-handed going down the leg side. It's a flat-footed drive by Crawley. Inside edge and then low to the keeper's left when he thought it would be going to his right 
and Crawley goes for eight from 11 deliveries. And England, well, it's the same problems all over again. They're 17 for two. New team, same problem. It's Kemar Roach runs away from his 24 and he's back in it. Oh, it's edged. Joe Root on the back foot. That ball bounced on him a little bit. He tried to glide it down to third man, but it bounced a bit on him and he got a top edge and it flew dangerously close to a man positioned at sort of fourth slip, who perhaps might have made a better effort. And it runs away for a rather streaky boundary for England's number three. Kimarush once again in the thick of things, producing an opportunity here. Now this should have been taken. Jermaine Blackwood was the guilty party. Disappointment as you'd expect from Kimarush. He knows how important that wicket is the wicket of Joe Root and again on a pitch like this you want to continue to pick wickets and an opportunity goes a begging for the West Indies Kima Roach comes in once again from the circuit the Ambrose end yeah. oh and that's very very close oh it's out that's bowled him that is an absolute jaffa from Kima Roach Joe Root has tried to leave the ball. We were just talking about his success rate at three versus four. And in two consecutive deliveries, the England captain could have been out both times. But this time he's on his way back. The ball has literally clipped the outside, the adjoining uh, part of the bail and the off stump. Just clipped it, the bail dropped off. Joe Root can barely believe it, but he is gone. And England are three down for 27. Talk about misjudgment from Joe Root, a brain fade moment before him leaving that one, angling back in. That has been the port of call for Kimar Roach to the right-handers angling that ball back in with his action. Joe Root completely misjudging that one and the top of off the area to be bowling for any fast bowler that off bail being clipped and another wicket for the West Indies. This time, the all-important one off the captain. He has to go in West Indies now I've taken three wickets, England 27 for three, and in a spot of bother. Here is Holdridge, gone, taken at second slip. Campbell takes the catch. Jason Holder has the wicket. Dan Lawrence is on his way, not for the first time, caught in the slip cordon. And I'm afraid the rebuild, as modest as it was, is over. And Lawrence is on his way for 20. And England are 48 for four. Well, the rebuild was probably four course bricks high, and it's just blown over. Uh, what a shot there by Dan Lawrence. The problem for me is that we're, we're getting batsmen delivered at the England dressing room door that aren't ready to play test cricket. They don't have a technique that is going to look after them in test match cricket at the highest level. So they, they've been thrown in the deep end. Playing international cricket, it's tough enough as it is for reasons off the pitch i.e media everyone like us talking you know talking about them talking about that technique tearing it to pieces it's hard enough you need to have resilience and belief in in your technique that you you're working with on the pitch and you know too many of them have some basic 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 flaws by the time they get there so you know really it's not about how how long do you give them it's it's actually for me about making sure that guys coming through academies etc etc you know players in county cricket players in ecb academies that's where you learn your craft that's where you learn how to score big runs averaging 30 is not good enough scoring a thousand runs in a county season is not good enough 
we need, if you want to have success at test match level, you have to be averaging 70. You have to be scoring near on, near Ramcash was scoring 2,000 runs uh, a summer. You know, those are the standards that we have to get back to expecting from our batsmen. Now, granted, there'll be reasons for it. Poor pitches, different trials with different balls, etc., etc. There'll be county batsmen up and down the country right now swearing at me saying, do you not realise how hard it is? I do, I get it. But that's what you've got to be good enough to deal with it. Lunch on day one. All right, just a reminder then of the wickets uh, that have fallen. Alex Lease on debut, LBW to Kemar Roach for four. He reviewed it. Um, but it looked, uh, it always looked like it was hitting the stumps. Question was whether it hit him outside the line of off stump, and uh, it was an umpire's call. So he was LBW to Kemar Roach for four. Zach Crawley caught down the leg side off an inside edge by Josh De Silva off Jaden Seals for eight. Captain Joe Root leaving a delivery from uh, Kemar Roach from wide of the crease, which angled back into him, just flicked the off bail, no shot offered. He went for 13 from 14 balls, and Dan Lawrence. Unfortunately, uh, out in a similar mode to the way that he has been dismissed in for much of his test career. Caught in the slip cordon with a hard-handed push at a slightly wide delivery. Uh, Jermaine Blackwood took the catch at second slip. Jason Holder, the successful bowler. And extraordinary figures for the former West Indian captain. Five overs, five maidens, one for none. Kimar Roach has eight overs, two maidens, two for 31. Jaden Seals, the 21-year-old uh, fast man, Five overs, three maidens, one for 11. And Alzari Joseph, the only man who hasn't taken a wicket. Six overs, no maidens, none for 15. England are 57 for four on day one of this three-test match series from the Savivarian Richard Stadium in uh, Antigua. Every ball, remember, live and exclusive right here on Talk by, uh, on uh, uh, TalkSport 2. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on TalkSport 2. Right, well, uh, the players are in the middle, ready to go. We've reached the appointed time. The players actually got out there a little bit early, so they've been uh, held back. And now Jaden Sears will bowl the first ball uh, after uh, lunch. And it's well wide of off. Stumped through to wicketkeeper Josh De Silva. And there is uh, nothing doing from uh, that delivery. Matt Pryor. Right then, England. Uh, first of all, they only had to face 24 overs in the, uh, the morning session, which might be a bit of a blessed relief, bearing in mind what happened. What have they got to do then for this second period? Because now the shine has started to come off the ball a little bit. What are you looking for? Well, it, it's the same old cliches, and you want to start the start the session well. We always used to target the first half an hour, win the first eight overs. Um, mind you, as, as you say, the first half an hour might only be five overs, but you know, it was always the first eight overs you want to target and try and win that. And just for everyone listening, by winning it, winning the half hour meant don't lose a wicket. Seals goes in, and uh, Johnny Besto pulls that around to the leg side. That's brilliantly timed. He didn't really go through and, and try and smash the ball. That was a, a timed, controlled pull in front of square. It goes away for a boundary England, a 61 for four. Yeah, lovely shot this from Johnny Bairstow. He's just quite happily occupying the crease at the moment. Now that is a much, much more attacking shot. That is a punch off the back foot through the covers and it will just get to the uh, boundary cushion in front of the uh, steps away to the left-hand side of the commentary box. And Stokes punches gloves with Bairstow with a big smile on his face. I think it almost came as a, a slight surprise to him, that one, Matt Pryor. Yeah, I think he, I mean, it, what a fantastic shot this is. Solid base, absolutely crunched it. Not dissimilar to that, the final shot in that Ashes, 
Ashes innings on the back foot, crunched to the cover, and, and Stokes actually stopped running. He thought he'd got it so well that it was four all the way. He stopped running, started tapping the, the pitch mid-wicket, and then it all, <laughs> the ball nearly slowed up, and he was caught short. Oh, no, Besto has bailed out on a pull shot on this occasion. He's top-edged it, and it will fly straight over Josh De Silva's head, and John Campbell, running back from slip, can't pull it in, but... Um, well, that was a shot that was not well executed by uh, Johnny Bairstow. It goes away for four, and as the uh, trumpeter tells you, it's four more for the England, but unfortunately, uh, it doesn't tell you where in the scorebook. It just says four. And from Johnny Bairstow's point of view, he'll be uh, very pleased with that map because there was very little control there. Yeah, we've, we've just been speaking about the variable bounce and potential for one to speed up and bounce a little bit more than the next one that stays a bit low. And as a top-order batsman, the first thing you'll be saying to yourself Right, cross-battered shots are difficult shots to play on this surface. Maybe at this stage, put it away, keep playing straight. Because the minute I go across the ball, but I've only got to stay a little bit low or get some extra bounce, and exactly that can happen. And this time, Besto gets the top edge, but it gets enough on it, only just, that it goes over the keeper and, and the slips. Joseph Short, oh my goodness me. Short delivery, Ben Stokes tried to ramp it over the slips, but actually got a bottom edge on it, and it went through the slips at catchable height. I think it went between Jason Holder and Jermaine Blackwood at second and third slip. Both of them just stood there and watched it go by. I think actually but she's trying to play it and takes his bat away, but gets a lower bottom edge on it. Not so sure, we're just seeing the, a, a little replay again and it looked as though he was going to go full-blooded cut and then he seemed to sort of take his bat away. And, and got an under edge and, and Jason Holder, who's just bowled the last over, goes into second slip, possibly wasn't quite ready and he didn't, just well, it's blatantly obvious, he didn't see the ball at all. Short, wide, and that has been crunched away by Johnny Bairstow. There'll be no catching that. And uh, good positive stuff from this England pair. Widely appreciated by the crowd. Yeah, good shot from Johnny Bairstow. It was a wide ball. Jason Holder there, he normally goes tight to the stumps, tries to bowl stumps to stumps with that fuller length, trying to get the batsman to play from about sort of fourth, fifth stump. But that one there, he's gone wide, he's jumped wider. He's just dragged the ball down because of, from being wider the screw, wider the crease. It was wide at the other end and it was a, an easy ball, it was a buffy ball for Johnny Bairstow. Seals in, wider the crease, full and Bairstow drives through extra cover. Got a bit of wind assistance going out to the boundary in that direction, and that does fly to the boundary for four. England bring up the 100. 102 for four. They were 48 for four. Partnership between these two is now 54. And uh, frowns and furrow brows on the England supporters are now turning into broad grins. Stokes. Oh, that's short and pulled away with uh, some might. That's a beautiful shot. In front of square again, well in front of square, that's gone through mid-wicket. Very hard, very flat, straight out the middle of the bat. And an emphatic four for Ben Stokes. Cool, there's some authority about this shot. He's just camping on the back, back foot, waiting for this miss length. He only misses by maybe half a metre. Wow, pounces on it. We've been talking about cats, it was cat-like and lashed into that mid-wicket area. Very, very authoritative from Stokes there. Wonderful shooting. Stokes into the 30s now, he's 32, Bairstow 31. That's down the leg side, it's a poor delivery and it's glanced away for four. 
Uh, well, there's just a few freebies now. Roaching again, that's half volley, and it's punched very sweetly past mid on and down to the boundary. It's racing away for four. That's a lovely shot from Bairstow. It was, um, it was a half volley, straight half volley, and he's uh, just lent on it, eased it away past mid on. Lovely shot. Bairstow into the 30s. Ben Stokes has uh, 28, and uh, things are just beginning to. It calmed down a little bit for England, having been 48 for four, 27 for three, and now 107 for four. Yeah, there's definitely a calmness about this partnership. Don't want to put the mockers on it, but from ball one, they stole a couple of singles early to get their footwork going to try and rotate the strike. Then, as we've seen from Bairstow there, there's a beautiful purity about how he's moving at the minute of the crease, keeps his balance and clips it through wide mid on. Yes, Roach overpitched a little bit, but the the finesse and the beauty of how he just clipped it through that wide mid on is for all to see. You know his game's in good order. You know his balance is good. And if your balance is good, you want heck of a chance of scoring runs. 115 for four. Jaden Seals in. Bold him! He's got through. It looked like a half volley. But it swung in and it snipped the inside edge onto the leg stump for four. And he's gone. Stokes has gone for 36. He looks heavenward in disbelief because it was... It just looked like a half volley rather than a Yorker, but it's got straight through off the inside edge onto the leg stump. And suddenly England's rebuild is over and they're back in deep trouble at 115 for five. Jason Holder is waving his arms at someone. And do you know, it might even be the fourth umpire standing in the wrong place. <laughs> right behind the bowler's arm by the looks of it. it. Right, he's out of the way, and Kimar Roach can come, and he takes the edge of Folks' bat, and it lands between first and second slip and goes away for four. Now, that is a regulation edge, and it's flown away. Folks, come forward to a good ball from the uh, seamer, and Jason Holder goes for it and then backs away and says, John Campbell, yours, and it bounces between the two of them. Without telling too many personal secrets, how has Ben found the, the situation of being in and out the side, Gareth? Because some players take it better than others. Uh, obviously, you're, you're in and around it. How's he coped? I think all players uh, you know, are disappointed when they're not playing. That's just fact, and that's not going to change. You'd almost be asking the question, if you're not disappointed, we won't go for that again. So that's a good thing. But it's what you do in the, in the meantime, isn't it? Folks is facing Kimar Roach, coming strongly forward, pushes back to pass the bowler, no run. And in the meantime, the, the good players and the guys who get back in and, and stay in are the ones who work and know what they need to work on because they've had a little taste and they put some things into practice so that when they get another go, they know what is required at this, this level. It's a step up, of course it is. Um, and you, you want to stay there. You want, you want a bit more of the big show. And uh, I can certainly say that Ben works as hard as anybody, if not more. Um, and you want those guys to succeed. Of course you do. Roach in, lovely drive again by folks. It's a straight drive, just on the onside of the stumps and away for four. Gareth Batty and I were on commentary as he brought up his 100 in uh, Gaul all those years ago in the first test. That was with an on drive, that was as good a shot. And a uh, slightly quicker one, I think, here from Pamal uh, to uh, end the over and to end the session. The umpires called time, they flicked the bales off. And um, I think all things considered, how, uh, considering how the first session went for England, when they took lunch at 57 for four, um, they've uh, lost just uh, one wicket in the session. 
and have uh, taken that score up from 57 to 145. You're listening to live and exclusive coverage of the West Indies versus England on TalkSport 2. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. Tea is uh, a thing of the past um, at the Sir Vivian Richards Cricket Stadium in uh, North Sound, Antigua. 15-minute drive from the capital, St John's. And we're uh, about to get underway with England resuming on 145 for five with Alzari Joseph returning into the attack. 11 overs. None for 34. And uh, the first delivery, ball to Johnny Besto. It's steered away behind square on the offside towards backward point. Azari Joseph uh, continues now. Oh, and that one is steered away between second slip and gully. I'm going to let Gareth Buddy tell you, the listener, whether that was deliberate or not. I mean, it, sorry, it looked entirely deliberate, but he steered it in the air between second slip and gully. I mean, if he gets, you get that slightly wrong. That's not looking good, is it? Yeah, I feel like this is good technique where you just hold your position. He set his feet up at about middle stump, so he's not going across the ball. He's not falling over, so he's letting the ball come alongside his body. And then he's trying to access the ball as it gets alongside. I think it's been done a little bit for pace from Joseph. 
So it's got a bit higher on the bat and flown through that sort of widish, fine gully area. I'm going to say you get lucky when you get in good positions. Maul is using it to uh, good effect with his left arm spin from the Sir Curtly Ambrose end. I mean, he goes now. Bouncy yes, 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 yes. action, short and wide, and Bairstow is in no mood to miss out on that gift. Pounces on it and cracks it away. Square of the wicket on the offside for four. Both line and length makes it too easy for four. Johnny Bairstow brings up a half century. An excellent half century under these circumstances. 48 for four when he came to the crease and England were in desperate need for someone to stand up and BSO has once again delivered by getting to that half century. Long, long way to go and I'm sure he'd want to convert that start, that wonderful start into triple figures. It's been an excellent knock from Johnny Bairstow. He's been very organised in defence. You have to be here in the Caribbean. But his natural instinct is to attack and he's done that every time he's been given the opportunity to do so. 50 from 128 deliveries. It'll go down as one of his slowest. Folks comes down the ground. Oh, that's a beautiful shot. What a beautiful stroke that is. Couple of steps down the pitch. Met the ball on the half volley and whipped it between mid-wicket and mid-on to the boundary fence for four. The best. Oh, and folks here at the moment. Yeah! Oh, he's got him. I think he's got him, yes. Pamor with a slightly quicker delivery. Bairstow tried to chop it down to, fine, uh, to third man. West Indies went up straight away. There was a noise, but Bairstow is standing his ground and calling for a review. We'll uh, have to hear what Nigel Duguid says about this. Yeah, might have premeditated, first of all, with that sweep shot. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Yes, yeah, the gap between bat and ball. Keep rolling. Yes, no bat involved, flat line as the ball passes the bat. Yes, can we go back to the on-field umpire? Joel, you'll have to change your decision from out to not out. You're on screen out, signal. Well, you'll already have fathomed it back uh, at home, judging by the, the cheers you've heard from the England fans here in the ground. Johnny Bairstow missed that delivery by quite some considerable margin. I said there was a, there was a noise. Nothing on the replays that we've just seen given any indication as to what that noise was but uh, Johnny Bairstow nowhere near that delivery so uh, no harm done there that is in roundabout middle and leg half volley and folks has clipped that beautifully through straight mid wicket and it will go into the advertising foam and bring up another four England 180 for five folks now 31 not out from 71 balls yeah another very good shot here from Ben folks he's looked in great rhythm from from the off Clipping, clipping this one through mid-wicket, out the middle of the bat. Four runs all along the floor. He's looking very, very good. England need to continue here. You know as a batting team, this 60 to 80 over the ball's old. The bowlers are a bit tired. This is a time where you can really push on if you play well enough. To finish the over, Seals is in. That's a short arm pull from Folks. That's a glorious shot. He's hit it in exactly the same spot as where the previous ball went for four off the front foot. But that one was just slightly shorter. Weight on the back foot and he's punched it through mid-wicket. Back-to-back boundaries. Folks to 35. And England put four more to the total. Besto clips this one over mid-wicket and gets enough on it that it will go for four. The man running back, John Campbell, can uh, only fetch it back. He's beaten by about 10 metres to the uh, boundary edge. England, 
196 for five, Bairstow to 64. And we've, we've been saying this is a period that you work hard for. You know, sometimes you have to defend, you have to leave well. But you want to be getting to 60 overs as few down as possible because you can score runs. The bowlers are tired, they're into their third spells. The, the ball's not doing anything. And it's a period of time as a batting unit, if you're in a strong enough position, you can really take advantage. Roach in. Oh, that's an inside edge, and that one beats the keeper. He's taken one beauty so far today down the leg side. That to dismiss Zach Crawley. But Bairstow gets an inside edge that goes for four. It brings up the England 200. They're 200 for five. But Kimar Roach would have been thinking for a moment. I've got a chance of another one there. The silver wasn't able to uh, get his weight going back the other way quickly enough this time, though. And he goes away for four. Yeah, skillful bowling this from Roach again. That was a great shot from Johnny Bairstow. Roach, I think, was taking his frustration out on that one and tried to dig it in a bit shorter. But Bairstow was waiting for it. And he's absolutely hammered it through mid-wickets. And John Campbell's going to have to go and fetch that one as well. That was a shot of authority. Craig Brathwaite is uh, going to be relying on the new ball to, to bring him wickets. But, gosh, it doesn't half help if you do manage to, uh, to take a wicket uh, and have one reasonably fresh batter at the crease when you do take the second new ball and uh, everyone's feeling the uh, the pace of the day, the hot, warm wind. Oh, there's a big appeal for leg before wicket. Up goes the finger. I think he might review that, but I, it kept a bit low and I don't think it looks good for Ben folks at all. Which is outside off, in packing line, wicket's yeah. hitting. And oh, we go back to Greg on field. Middle and leg. Greg, can you stay with your out decision? You're on screen. We'll let you know when you're on screen. You're on screen now. Signal. Here is Elzari Joseph. Short and pulled away by Johnny Bairstow in emphatic fashion. Little short arm pull. Boom. No follow through. It's like you're chopping wood. Bang. Four runs through mid-wicket. Lovely shot. Oh, dismissive from Bairstow. Just gone up a gear in the last 20 minutes. He's just put a bit on the, the left arm spinner and now it's Alzari Joseph back into the attack. He's punched him. Oh, what a shot. Brathwaite in once again and uh, it's swept powerfully by Johnny Bairstow behind square on the leg side and he leaps in the air to celebrate his eighth test hundred. Grinning all over his face. He's got the helmet off now. He's loving it. He's loving it, his new career at number six without the keeping gloves. And he's done it. He's bailed England out from 48 for four to 241 for six. His 100 has come from 190 deliveries. He's been obdurate, he's been enduring, and he's been aggressive in the second half of the innings, or the, the final third of it anyway. That's a very special moment, Steve Harmison. An absolute brilliant hundred from Johnny Bairstow. He talked to me and you, Mac Manners, not long ago on the Cricket Collective. And what I said to him, what's your goal? What do you want? He says, I want a hundred. I want a hundred on this trip. And he's gone and duly obliged today. He was nearly in the dressing room when he was celebrated. It's a fantastic century by Englishman and he needed it. Boy, did his team need it. And the Barmy Army have woken up. Brilliant knock for Johnny Bairstow. So here we go then. Final ball of the day. Seals goes in and Chris Wokes stays in line, plays it back down the pitch, past the stumps at the non-striker's end. Marks his 
guard one more time and the umpire calls time for the day and it's the end of the first day of this three-match series and it's one that England well they started badly but they've ended it in really really good shape Johnny Bairstow walks off 109 not out he gets a hug from Kimar Roach as he walks past and now a couple of the other West Indians come up to uh, shake his hand Jason Holder gives them that shrug as if to say well played mate you were better than us today and Johnny Bairstow will uh, make his way off so England won the toss at half past nine West Indian time this morning Joe Root said we will have a bat Alex Lees made his debut took the first ball of the match and hit one of the first balls he faced for a boundary but unfortunately that was his only scoring shot he was dismissed LBW by Kimar Roach for four Zach Crawley made eight from two boundaries actually before being caught off the inside edge of his bat from the bowling of Seals to Silva taking a good catch diving away to his left hand side Joe Root made 13 from 14 balls before leaving one from Kimar Roach that nipped back and just grazed the outside of off stump teased the bail off the top Joe Root gone for 13 and when Dan Lawrence was caught off the bowling of Holder in the slips for 20 from 38 England were in trouble at 48 for 4 in the 16th over but Stokes and Bairstow came together Stokes was eventually dismissed bowled by Seals off a big inside edge he'd made 36 from 75 that had taken the score to 115 for 5 so the rebuilding was on but not necessarily complete when he was dismissed Ben Folks came in he made a very good 42 from 87 that was 200 and 14 for 6 when he was LBW to uh, Jason Holder. But Johnny Bairstow made his 8th Test Match 100, getting to 109 not out at the end of the day. Chris works with him, 24 not out from 51 balls. The wickets, well, it was 2 for Roach, 2 for Seals, and 2 for Holder. So a pretty decent day, all things considered from an England point of view. They wouldn't have been happy early doors, but they'll be pretty pleased with how things have ended up in the end. So Johnny Bairstow, as we mentioned, Johnny's day most definitely 100 in Australia. He's come to the West Indies. He made 100 in the uh, warm-up game. He's continued it as he makes 109 not out from 216 balls, 17 fours uh, to his name. So congratulations to uh, Johnny Bairstow and England will look to uh, continue this on tomorrow. So TalkSport 2 will be back with you at uh, 1.30 tomorrow, but don't go anywhere because the following on podcast is coming next with all of the analysis and breakdown of the day and interviews from the players as well. Well, you're listening to the following on podcast from Talk Sports 2 in partnership with the ECB. I'm John Norman and today joined by former England internationals Gareth Batty and Mark Pryor to look back at what turned out to be a good day for England on day one of the first test against the West Indies in Antigua. Certainly didn't look at, like it was going to end England's way. Um, in the early stages, with England getting off to the worst possible start, the new look England at top order suffering very familiar same old problems. 
That's straighter. That's taken on the pad by Roach. He really wants that one, LBW. He's got it. Seals is in. Oh, that's an inside edge. It is brilliantly taken by Josh De Silva. Oh, and that's very, very close. Oh, it's out. Here is Holding Edge. Gone. Taken at second slip. Debutant Alex Lee, Zach Crawley, Joe Root and Dan Lawrence all falling cheaply. England reduced to 48 for four before Ben Stokes and Johnny Bairstow rallied against the West Indies to take them to 115 for five before a 99-run partnership between Bairstow and Ben Folkes, England's current and past wicketkeepers, putting England in a much healthier position. Short, wide. And that has been crunched away by Johnny Bairstow. Folks comes down the ground. Oh, that's a beautiful shot. Here is Elzari Joseph. Short and pulled away by Johnny Bairstow in bang. Four runs through mid-wicket. Lovely shot. Folks fell for 42 to leave England on 214 for six. But the day was dominated by Bairstow, who continued his rich vein of form with his second hundred in his last three innings. Brathwaite in once again and uh, it's swept powerfully by Johnny Bairstow behind square on the leg side and he leaps in the air to celebrate his eighth test hundred. Plenty to discuss over the next uh, 50 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On. Well, the... um Covers coming on uh, at the uh, Sir Vivian Richards Stadium, North Sound, Antigua. Uh, I'm alongside Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor, who've been commentating on TalkSport 2 throughout the day. Uh, Bats, I'll start with you. It was uh, There were some familiar failings at the top of England's top order. And uh, whilst the, uh, the pencils were being sharpened, it must be said, some terrific new ball bowling as well. Yeah, they, they started well, the West Indians, um, led by Kemar Roach and Holder and, and, and Seals. They were, they were good. They just hit fuller lengths. They swung the ball both ways. Uh, they were prepared to be driven. And they got the wickets on the back of that. You would suggest Crowley and Lawrence both just looking to push out in front of the body, play in front of themselves. Uh, Lee's caught on the crease. Fine piece of bowling from Roach. Uh, and then Joe Root, just one of those things. You know, it's it's a fine margin between leaving it you know, perfect and it just clipping the top of off. So you wouldn't be too worried about the, the route dismissal, but the, the drives, you're just saying, come on, it, it's outside the eye line. You're just pushing a little bit um, on, a, on what looks like a new ball surface. Very easy to say in hindsight, but um, possibly just got to make the bowlers come to you a little bit more. Yeah, was it inexperienced, Matt? I mean, if you look at the players that were out on the drive, you know, Zach Crawley, I know he's the uh, senior partner alongside the debutant, Lease. But, you know, he, he hasn't played a lot of cricket for England. Back in the side again after a relatively successful Ashes, relatively. Uh, Dan Lawrence as well, you know, he's back at number four for the, well, actually for the first time. Even Stokes was caught actually in a, in a similar position. Not so much inexperience from him, but, you know, can you afford the England batsman that uh, that credit, for want of a better word? Look, Le- Lees was... was- done let's be honest with just good bowling Kimar Roach from around the wicket was swinging the ball away from him towards the slips and he I think it was 18 19 balls that just went away went away went away and then that was the first one that he came back in and and that's something that Leeds will have to learn over over time so yeah you can put that one down to inexperience and good bowling from from an experienced Kimar Roach I tell you what I'll just break away Matt let's uh, cross to uh, the middle where Johnny Bairstow is speaking uh, with Samuel Badri a few tours over here it's an amazing place to come and um, obviously to, to score a century in any test match, but especially here with the travelling fans that haven't been able to come for a couple of years. Uh, we're very fortunate to have them and yeah, what an occasion. It, it's, it's really great fun playing over here. 
England in a spot of bother when you came to the crease 48 for four partnerships with Stokes, Folks, and then Wokes. <laughs> what was that message that you guys shared during that period? Oh, look, we've we've spoken about partnerships um, and how crucial it can be, not just up at, the, up at the top of the order, but all the way through. And um, if we can continue that tomorrow, I think it's really important. Um, like you mentioned, there was three big partnerships there uh, through the middle of the innings, and uh, and they were crucial. And hopefully, that's um, going to be uh, those vital partnerships throughout the game. Conditions out in the middle, you made it look easy, but I'm sure it wasn't. Um, look, I think there's still plenty in it. Um, that far end could be interesting over the next day or so. I think you might have uh, quite enjoyed bowling on there, give it tomorrow or the day after. But um, yeah, look, we'll have to see how it is again in the morning. That's obviously had a full day of wind uh, and sunshine on it. So look, we will re-evaluate re in the morning, see if we can bat well again uh, in that morning session and see where we are. Yeah, 268 for six. Is there a score in the back of your mind that you think England should aim for? As many as possible. Um, that's that's going to be the key. Just try and get as many as we can in this first innings. Uh, we're fortunate in this game. We've got uh, some strong batters still to come. Um, and then, look, when we do come to bowl, it's about being patient. Uh, about being patient, applying ourselves, um, because it's going to be a bit attritional. Um, but like I say, if we can bat well tomorrow morning into the afternoon, then hopefully we'll go from there. Excellent batting once again from you, Johnny. Congratulations. Cheers. Thanks ever so much. Tell you what, Matt Pryor, he's a lot happier there than when he uh, got that century in Gaul, wasn't he? He's, uh, he looks actually, you know, he looks like he's, he knows he's got a chance here. He's got the backing of the team. Number six is back and just kind of looks like a bloke that's not kind of looking over his shoulder in the same way that he has done on times within that side. Yeah, I think he's spot on. He looks happy. Every other time he scored 100, it's almost like proving a point. You know, he's had yeah. to prove everyone wrong. And, and this time around, he's sort of, yeah, I've got the support of the players. I've walked in six. I've not got the gloves, but I'm okay with that. And, and off he went, scored a brilliant 100. I mean, he should be happy. He played beautifully. England were in real, real trouble. They needed a senior player to stand up. Let's hear from uh, Kamal Roach, who bowled beautifully at times today. Um, um, I guess we lost a little bit after lunch and probably after tea, but I still, six wickets on a day, on a pretty flat pitch, I think we're still happy with that. 123 runs scored in that final session, just the one wicket. Are there any things that you could have done differently, perhaps? Yeah, obviously be a little tighter, obviously um, tighter lines, tighter lengths, uh, be more consistent, but obviously tearing in the, in the, in the last session of the day, um, pretty hot day as well, so, you know, all in all, I would just say the even day for us. And looking forward, projecting to tomorrow's day's play, what would be the plan? I know you guys will have to go and assimilate and come up with those plans, but what do you think will be the plan for tomorrow? Obviously, I'll be more consistent. Obviously, get the wickets as, as early as possible. I let the batsmen go out there and do the job. I think it's a very good pitch to bat on. And once the guys get in, I think we'll do a fantastic job of getting a lead in this game. Thanks very much, Kimar. Go sure. well. Thank you. That was Kamar Roach uh, talking with Samuel Badri. Going back to the Johnny Bairstow point, Matt, and then I want to talk to you about what Kamar just said about whether he, whether you agree that's as flat a pitch as he was suggesting there. But yeah, Johnny, you know, uh, smiling after the century today, but uh, hopefully he will feel he's got a run here. Yeah, he's another player and he needs a run now. You know, they may, you've got to make a few decisions here and and one of them is, is best they're going to play firstly. Is he going to play as a batter keeper? And if he's only going to play as a batter, where's he going to bat? Now they put him in at six. Um, you know, a few people saying bit unfair he's the more experienced player than Lawrence should best though actually have played at four and give the younger guy the opportunity to bat at six instead of you know his best they're being pr protected I, I don't really see that to be honest but look they've, they've made their call he's gone out he's reacted to it he scored 100 right let him play now 
Let's just keep Johnny Bairstow batting at six. I think it was Mackerel Manners that said, oh, will, it, will he be pushing for the gloves now? And I'm going, no, no, please not. Let's not do that one again. Folks has got the gloves. Leave him there. He looked really good with the bat as well. But let's just give Johnny Bairstow a bit of time, settled and stable within this team. Um, the second day of the first test match, all three tests on TalkSport 2, of course, gets underway on TalkSport 2 at half past one, first ball at 2 p.m. It just about ended up being England's day. 48 for four at one stage, but thanks to a magnificent century from Johnny Bairstow, uh, England just about ahead uh, on day one. Bairstow and Wokes still at the crease. They'll be there tomorrow as England finish the day. 268 for six on TalkSport 2. Brathwaite in once again, and uh, it's swept powerfully by Johnny Bairstow behind square on the leg side, and he leaps in the air to celebrate his eighth test hundred. Grinning all over his face, he's got the helmet off now. He's loving it. He's loving it, his new career at number six without the keeping gloves. And he's done it. He's bailed England out from 48 for four, to 241 for six. His 100 has come from 190 deliveries. He's been obdurate, he's been enduring, and he's been aggressive in the second half of the innings, or the the final third of it anyway. That's a very special moment. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.